Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for being here. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. <sighs> so years and years ago, I think probably back in maybe 2014 or something, I recorded a radio show called um, The Greatest Manipulation You Will Never Use, which in of itself is a huge manipulation. Uh, and what occurred in that is the first 10 minutes is you can't even listen to it. Like it's totally gobbledygook. Uh, and so when I was facilitating a recent foundation and talking about it, I thought, you know, it's time to record that differently. So here I am to record the greatest manipulation you will never use 2.0. <laughs> something like that. Uh, it is, of course, using the tools from Access Consciousness. That's what I talk about all the time. Uh, and it is such a brilliant way to, I don't know what you'd want to call it, fix or mend or make better, whatever, a relationship that has broken. Uh, so really, you don't want to use this on, say, things that, like relationships that aren't important to you. So if you have a fight with a coworker and you maybe they're leaving and you'll never see them again and they're not that's okay to you, you don't need to use this. It's for the relationships that you really do care about and you really would like to be um I was going to say what they were, but no, really you want them to be different in a way that contributes to both parties. Uh so this is the manipulation. And basically what you do is you, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you tell them that you were wrong. And this is why I call it the greatest manipulation you will never use. Because being right is something that so many of us are <sighs> desperate to be. Now, why would that be? Here's the thing, because we actually think that we are so wrong and we have been told we're wrong, we have told ourselves we're wrong, right from the moment we're born, there's all this wrongness and it's all us. And we think, this is the funny part to me now that I have this information, but we think that nobody knows. We think that everybody is in the illusion that we're right and we're good and we're perfect and we're whatever. Uh, and then, so we try to hide how wrong we believe we are. So hopefully you're keeping up, uh, but it's this, it's this ridiculousness of needing to be right. So no one knows how wrong we believe we are. What? It's insanity, my sweet friends. And so what you want to really look at with that is be, start being aware of when you need to be right. Because the need to be right doesn't always, um, you know, kill relationships. That's not always the case. But it can affect them. It can make them less than what's possible. Like truly, if we were willing to never be right and never be wrong... How much more magic could you be in your life, in your living, in your relationships with other people? 
Yeah, yeah. So everything that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pud, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So that is the access consciousness clearing statement. If you want to know how it works, go to theclearingstatement.com. So really, if we just start recognizing that we aren't wrong, we have never been wrong, we can never be wrong. Look at it, right and wrong right wrong how much judgment does it take to be right or to be wrong yeah it's 110 billion percent my sweet friends and so really if we're willing if we're willing to be the magic of us we're not looking through the filter of right or wrong we're actually willing to be whatever is required to change whatever it is we'd like to change. So if your spouse comes to you and says, hey, you need to do this different, this is wrong, I, I need it like this, or so, you know, they're basically saying to you, you're wrong. Our usual first reaction is no i'm not wrong you're wrong and then it's like who's who's the most wrong <laughs> but the manipulation is when you're willing to say man you are right i'm so sorry right there's no there's no fight in that. There's no defense in that, unless you're being sarcastic. And that's not what I'm talking about here, sweet friends. I am actually talking about really, truly, genuinely telling them they're right, but not from the energy that you're wrong. So you don't want to buy the lie. You just don't want to increase the energy of right and wrong. You just say, man, you, you are so right. I'm sorry. And that's it. And so I'll share this story. I have shared it so many times because it was actually the very first time that I used this tool, which was probably about two years after I learned it. Because uh, sometimes I resist things that'll work. Mm -hmm. That's why we often say an access cute, not bright. Um, and so I was leaving the house. I had my arms were full of stuff. I was off to facilitate a class somewhere. And we had been in renovations and I am not confident with picking out color schemes and and things like that. I'm just never have been, never will be. I have a sister, well, probably a couple sisters, but one in particular who's freaking brilliant at it. Uh, and of course I have friends and all that that are brilliant. It's just not my thing. So if I don't feel confident at something, often I just don't do it. Uh, and this was the case. So we, hubby had taken down the backsplash and we had painted. So I, I knew the colors that way, uh, but we needed new backsplash. And I hadn't got it because I didn't know what to get. We'd got the new floor, we'd got the new paint. Um, and then I was just, I, I was at a standstill. And part of it is I hadn't really gone to look, but a big part of it was I hadn't gone to look because I didn't feel confident in what the heck do I choose? So I've got my arms full. I'm walking out the door and hubby says, <sighs> I don't know when we're ever gonna get this backsplash done. 
Now, I, of course, am dramatizing it for your entertainment, um, but it was very similar to that. And normally, every other time, and so this had went on a year, guys. I'm, I'm not talking about this was three weeks. This was a year. Um, and every other time he'd brought it up, because he's very different from me, he just gets things done, but he also knows I would cut his head off if he went and bought backsplash to put up because he would probably buy something that really didn't work well. Anyway, so I just, I would normally say to him, don't you know how busy I am? Don't you know, I don't have time for this. I'll get it figured out. Like, you know, the defense of I'm not wrong, I'm right. That's normally what had come out in previous interactions about the backsplash. And in this time I've got my arms are full and I'm walking out the door and I stop. And this tool came to mind. Again, this is two years of listening to it and hearing other people's success with it, but I got there. So I went to, and I stopped, I put my stuff down and I turned around and I said to him, and I said it truly from, like not from sarcasm. It was total vulnerability. And I was like, wow, hon, I don't know how you put up with me. Manipulation. And in that moment, when I didn't need to prove how right I am, what was so cool is he then stepped up and defended me. Oh, but you're busy and you don't have time and all the things I would have said it was so amazing to me because again, I had never used this tool and I didn't know the, the kindness it is not only to him, but to me. And I, I knew I wasn't wrong. I knew like there, I knew I wasn't. I just required some assistance with it um, in terms of buying out backlash, but like I knew I wasn't wrong. So there was no energy on it whatsoever. And he was like, and I left there probably five minutes later. And it, it, was, it was huge, 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 because there was no fight. Again, normally I would defend myself and he would fight harder. And then, you know, I'd leave for my day to teach my class and I'd be annoyed all day and I'd come home and be, be for a while. Like there was none of that in my willingness to tell him he was right. Yeah. So everywhere you're not willing to be, to out manipulate. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pipoc, shorts, boys, meons. So what does that mean? Look at that. He was manipulating me in the way he, in, in what he said. That was a total manipulation on his part. <clears throat> My willingness to out manipulate him turned it around 110%. So it's just, boom, you're right. I'm sorry. Then he stepped up and defended me. And then it contributed the energy that I actually think, I don't remember exactly when it was, uh, but it was very shortly after that I went to Home Depot. And the funny thing is, is I thought I found the, the backsplash. And in Home Depot, if you've never been, it's a big like home hardware type store. And they had all these little sections of backsplashes on a big board. And I took a picture of the one that I thought, and I texted it to that sister I was telling you about. Her name's Trudy. And she, 
<laughs> and she's like, you know, that one would be okay because she'll never ever say that's crap. Um, but she said that one will be okay. But the one in the far corner over on the left, like it was just in the very little bit of the of the photo, just the way my camera was angled, my phone was angled. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so that was the one, the little tiny corner. I took a better picture. She's like, oh, that would that would look the best. And uh, yeah, sure enough, it did. So really, what if you're not wrong? And what if you ha what if you stop proving how right you are? Oh, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And in the rewrite of Foundation in 2020, so once a year, Gary and Dane from Access Consciousness uh, get together and rewrite the manual for Foundation. Uh, and last year they came out with this clearing. Oh my goodness. I actually still include it on every, pretty much every one of my clearing loops uh, because it's just so phenomenal and it's all about right and wrong. So I'm going to run it here. I just need to read it. Okay, so how many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared as always seeing what you choose as right or wrong to determine what you can choose as your future, which eliminates the choice of possibilities you actually truly are, are you choosing? Everything that is, we just start uncreated all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pet, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared? As always seeing what you choose as right or wrong, to determine what you can choose as your future, which eliminates the choice of possibilities you actually truly are, are you choosing? Everything that is, we just start uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyond. So basically what that's saying is, it's clearing everywhere we're, we're filtering our choices through right or wrong lenses. Like it's right to, <clears throat> Um, I don't know, to wear a mask in COVID times, or some people are, it's wrong to wear a mask in COVID times, or like there's, when, when we operate from right or wrong, we're not asking questions. We're not choosing from awareness. We're choosing from if it's right or if it's wrong. And we very likely won't choose the things we filter as wrong because we don't want to be wrong we're hiding in this illusion that one, you can even be wrong or two, that, that there's some sort of, I don't know, um, like God or something. There's some sort of an energy that decides what's right or wrong. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but box shorts, boys and beyonds. And that is why right and wrong are in the clearing statement because in order to, to choose to be more conscious, we have to get rid of the right and the wrong and the good and the bad. We have to get rid of the judgment. And that's how we judge. We judge if something's right. We judge if it's wrong. We judge if it's good. We judge if it's bad. What if there was no judgment? I mean, how, how many times have you experienced something where at the time it seemed like the worst thing ever and then... <laughs> it turned out to be the greatest gift ever. Like if you've ever broke up with somebody at the time, it's like, oh my God, how will I go on? And then you get to where, oh, thank God that ended. <laughs> so if we didn't judge things as right or wrong, we could actually be aware, could actually 
be aware of what was actually true for us, not what somebody else told us was right or wrong, but actually what's true for us. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shirts, boys and beyonds. I know this is a big topic, guys, and I so encourage you to come to foundation. I, at the time of recording, I'm not sure uh, if or when I'll have another online foundation, only because, again, at time of recording, which is the beginning of March, um, Gary hasn't extended it. Right now it's extended to March 31st. He may extend it. So I'm just not sure, but you can go to the link above and you can see the ones I have coming up. So if I've got some online ones, you'll see them there. Um, otherwise, then it's back to in person. Oh my gosh, how does it get any better? And what else is possible with all of <clears throat> the travel opening up around the world? Uh, but in Foundation, we talk a lot about manipulation and we really start getting to what is true about it for us not what we're told. And the thing that I always say to people in foundation when we start talking about it, because there's always a lot of points of views that come up, people are like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Manipulation's bad, blah, blah, blah. And one, you can manipulate people to create greater. You can manipulate people to create less. So just like everything else on the planet, you can use it to create less and you can use it to create greater. So there's that. <laughs> And the other thing that I always say to people is, look at the people who told you not to manipulate. They were the people who didn't want you to manipulate them. Like they were manipulating you in telling you not to do it. So again, if we take right and wrong off of it, what if we're aware? When I, when I look at that situation with hubby when, with the backsplash, yes, I totally manipulated him. And that created so much. And, and I've used it many times since. And I haven't used it sometimes. That, you know, that's a choice too. Uh, so it's this whole space of like, if we don't judge it as right or wrong, we can actually be aware of when, when it's going to create greater. The other thing with manipulation is if you don't judge it as right or wrong, you also won't ever be shocked when somebody attempts to manipulate you. Because the only reason you're shocked when, when you find out somebody manipulated you is because you have points of views they shouldn't have, that they shouldn't manipulate you. Those are the things that bite you in the ass, my sweet friends. Those are the lies that, as I call, they put your blinders on. Manipulation's bad. Whoop, and then you are totally shut off to it until it bites you in the ass. And then it's like, oh, I can't believe that. It totally caught me unaware. Mm-hmm. It's the points of views that put you in that position. So all of the points of views that you're using to ensure that you always judge manipulation, that you always make it wrong, that you always judge you and anyone else that has ever manipulated, well, you just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then look at the space you can create in a relationship where... If you say to the person, I was wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was done. And I had a friendship years ago. This was back in, oh my gosh, right when I started studying the tools of access. So 2011. <clears throat> and she was, we called each other our best friends. We'd been best friends for like seven years. I had a lot of points of views about best friends. So best friends don't hurt each other. Best friends don't lie for us, like all, all the things. Uh, and then our friendship came to an end and it was, it, it was, um, a really kind of bizarre ending. There wasn't really a discussion and there was, there was certainly a lot of, I needed to be right when, when she lied to me, but there's all this crazy, uh, and, and it ended and it was a really difficult, difficult experience for me because I had made her my everything, because the definition of best friend for me, what I used to do with that, um, was really create a lot of separation. So I had, she was my best friend, but also I had no other friends. <laughs> like it, it, it was insane when I look back. So I'm so great. It was one of those situations. I'm so grateful it occurred because it really got me to look at the insanity I was creating with, with friendship and all the things. And so for um, over a year, I had all sorts of things that I cleared and points of views. And I, I was just starting out with the tools from Access. So I was trying all the tools on it. There was all the things. And I finally got to the point where I really missed her. I really missed her. I didn't want to go back to the way we were before. And I really missed her in my life. So I looked at that. I knew this tool, which is a little bit like it's additional. So I'll tell, I'll tell you the rest of the tool for some, so a situation like this. Um, so if you have a situation where you'd really like to, uh, to connect with somebody that you've, maybe the relationship was strained or something, basically you apologize three times and then you ask how you can make up for the damage done. And again, this isn't from sarcasm and this isn't from, well, I'm just going to do this so that they'll be my friend again and I'll be right. Like, it's not that. It truly is. Like, I truly, when I, a year and a bit later, I truly got to the point where I was very sorry. And I could defend and say, well, she did or she didn't. I could, of course, if I would like it to be different, then I too require to be different. So I sent her an email and in that email, three different points, I said, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and then I ended it with, you know, basically I, you know, if there's anything I could ever do to make up for the damage that I did, please let me know. So I wrote it all out and then I had to really get honest with myself about what if, what if she emails back and tells me I'm horrible, I'm wrong, I'm awful, like what if? So I had to look at the worst case scenario or she didn't email back at all, whatever it was. And I had to get clear and have no point of view about it to the point where if that occurred, then I wouldn't be at the effect of it. I'd spent a year plus at the effect of it already. And I just knew that I wasn't going to walk into this doing that. So I didn't want to send it with the expectation that she would, you know, be my best friend again. I really truly just, just desired it to be different. And then once I got totally clear, I looked at, okay, what would I like? Like what, what would I like? And it was like, you know, I really just wanted to get together with her again. I just wanted to, to see where we were at, to see if there was still a friendship to just to see who knows. So then I'm like, okay, if that's what I'd really like, then I need to add that to this ask. 
So I added that I said, if you know, I would love to, so I was really vulnerable. I would love to spend some time with you. Um, you know, if that works for you, please let me know, whatever. Uh, and then I sent it and I sent it on a Friday. I still remember all these years ago, I sent it on a Friday. Uh, and I believe it was like Monday morning when she emailed back and she said, Hey, so great to hear from you. Nothing to apologize for, nothing to make up for. When can you get together? And it was like the most magical email I think I'd ever received at that point because it was just, it was that there was no energy on it. There was no, you were wrong on it. There was no, I was right on it. It was just, let's, let's, let's in a sense start again, but not like that, that energy wasn't there either. Like let's, let's, let's fix this and, and go and get like none of that. It was just like, let's be people. <laughs> That's what it was. Let's be people. Uh, you know, let's be people. We hadn't been people for a while. Let's be people. And so we've got together a few times since not nothing major. And, and neither of us, I think we're looking for that. It's just, it, it's just to have that angst and that insanity and all of that crazy and just be gone. I mean, truly guys, how does it get any better than that? And, and so when we talk about manipulation and we say, oh, manipulation's bad, is it? Is it that I, I could have spent the rest of my life in the angst and wrongness of that situation? Yeah, so, so everywhere you haven't been willing to be wrong, will you destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you need to be right, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's, it's a massive change for most of us guys because even if you haven't been uh you know you maybe don't feel like you've ever really been that bossy or you've needed people to be a certain way or you maybe you don't even think you ever needed to be right um start paying attention and maybe you are i'm not saying every person on the planet has to be right uh but many of us do uh and and just to check in with you so that you can actually really start to look at what you would like your relationships to be like and what's required for them to be that and how much more kindness can you be to you to you which then will ripple out because honestly the willingness to be wrong while knowing you're not is a huge kindness to you and your body because that insanity then isn't there and you're not that that's not the insanity in your head after the the interaction either like oh i should have said this oh next time i'm gonna do this like none of that it's like just like hey cool yeah you're right i'm sorry yeah and for anybody watching that is not canadian i know there's a lot of jokes around you know canadians being so nice and kind and polite and always saying we're sorry we might say it a lot but we probably don't mean it. We're probably saying like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like you're wrong, but I'm right. And I'm gonna say I'm sorry because I'm Canadian. I'm kidding. I mean, no, we do actually, but I think a lot of people around the world, doesn't matter where you're from, uh, but really just to start dropping those barriers, drop, dropping the defenses and start being, just being you, being present with what's gonna create greater. <sighs> Have a fabulous rest of your week, sweet friends, and I look forward to chatting again next week.